Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Tamara Thomas, editor-in-chief of UrbanHealthToday.com, part of the DocWire family of medical news sites. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Urban Health Weekly. Our goal each week is to keep you informed of the latest in health and medical news right from today's headlines. It's time to empower yourself with open conversations about your medical care with news that matters to you. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Tamara Thomas, and welcome to Urban Health Weekly, where we talk about medical news and health topics that matter to you. I'm here with Jackie and Lou. How are you guys? Very good. How are you guys? I'm all right. Oh my God. So somebody has like a little bit of it. Anyway, I'm fine. I just- uh, That doesn't sound good. Guys. No, because he's off, off air. He just had a, like a little tizzy whatever thing. And I'm sure he'll let you know what his beef is today. But it's always something that I did to him. And then he's <laughs> like all tizzied up. Let me tell you, you guys don't realize what a devo he is. He is a full on- Devo, Keep you going. hear what I'm saying? Really, really. Explain. I want to hear. By the word. He is a straight up devo. Ooh. I don't know if it's the season or what. Is there a season to be a devo? I think summertime he gets like real <laughs> devo ish, and I, it's just like out of control. The the amount of diva he's just devo. Excuse me, make me check out my. <laughs> The Devo he's serving up. Talent needs to be fed. But <laughs> I'm going to, I just want to say like two quick things. Uh, just, you know, I'm just coming off a nasty case of COVID. If you want me to say that. So we don't have like a show show today. Cause I like, I didn't, you know, I was laid up. I didn't, you know, get a whole, I wasn't exactly looking at news and reading news and stuff today. I was just like with my eyes closed most of the time. And I didn't even have my voice. But there are two topics on my mind that we have to talk about this week. So we're going to try something different today. And we're just going to talk about two topics, this COVID BA5 variant and monkeypox. Now, Mr. Devo, would you like to get off your chest what is bothering you today, sir? It'll come out during the show. Now, oh, it'll, it'll come out slowly. Because it, it, yes, it it's not going to come out at the beginning because of the show. It, it really clearly came out when I asked how everyone was doing. You were like fit to be like ready to like for lights, camera, action. I'm so. doing fine. Just <laughs> okay. I, I will. I will only okay. say it, it really was uninteresting. It, it just had to do with mic checks and me wanting to sound better than everybody else and all of this. And I get it that you know uh, and if you want to get into it but i will again go ahead get into all it. right i will again get you know, into the, it the covid really um took your voice yeah this covid had different symptoms than others uh-huh. uh we had a show that was in doubt um i was asked to go it alone or yes some some version of that yes. and i said without you it's impossible 
No, I didn't. thought that was a I thought that was a compliment. No, that's <laughs> chicken. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. I didn't call you a chicken. It was horrible. If we were having a mental health show, I would just be saying that my 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 uh that's confidence not... has been shattered. But if you're gonna uh, tell <laughs> at least tell the, the the I it's true. I did ask if he would be willing to do the show with you, Jackie, being that my voice was in doubt this week. And I figured he's a talker. You guys can talk and do a show without me. And he just was like, no. I was like, why not? He's like, because I don't want to. Right. But but why not? Like, that's not a like a legitimate reason not to to do it. Is it that you feel like you can't do it? Well, no, because I can talk if I want to. I can talk all the time and I'm great at talking. and he's like going on about how wonderful he is and what he is a good talker it's true but like he went on about it like (laughs) ad nauseum but at the end of the day you're such a great talker but you can't just carry the show you and Jackie for like one one week like Letterman if he's out then Jay Leno takes over yeah nah this is this is kind of like you know I felt like it it takes us all to be here Uh, you know and now he's trying to spin it and trying to make it sound like oh we can't do it without you but that's not what he was saying when i asked that's not what he was saying i thought that's what he's saying it's not what he's saying no that wasn't what he was saying when i originally asked him (laughs) that's not what he was saying when i asked him he was just like okay i don't want to do it i know i just don't feel like doing it i think okay that's the answer that we got after like I was there 700 times. Yeah, because but... he didn't give me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, when, at first I explained it, you know, and then and then like after 800 times, it was just like, no, no, no. But you know what? Magically, the voice came back and. Thank Wait, you. you made her drag herself out of her sick bed. The poor thing. And now she's oh, doing the same. Oh, that's <laughs> nothing. I had a meeting this week and I was in the meeting like, hello. Oh gosh, she does it to herself. <laughs> but it was great because because she was doing that. The I'm telling you, the entire meeting just stopped and focused on every word she was saying. Ah, every word had extra like poignancy. Death, you know, like a deathbed confession or something. Oh my god! Everyone leaned in closer. Like- <laughs> They did. Power of the rest. It wasn't a Zoom call. It was was teams. It was a teams call. But you did see everyone like leaning closer. But that's because I wanted to make sure everyone could hear me because like my voice was like, I was non-existent. So I was like basically whisper talking because I had no voice because the BA5 variant took my voice. Voice. It is true. It takes your voice. I will also say that you know, during the week, I was sending her articles on uh, sportscasters who've lost their voice and different types of honey. That because of BA5? No, just in general, when people ah. what they do, and they use Manuka honey, which I have. Oh. I have Manuka honey. But, you know, I don't use it very often because something like this, it's it just runs, it's got to run its course. It's, you know. I mean, it was already gone. Like if I'd started it the day that I broke out in a 103.5 fever, then maybe I would have been able That's to- a beast of a fever. That is a- That's a get that's into a the ice bath. That's an ice bath fever. Yeah. <laughs> Cold compresses. You're saying that's like, that's the kind of fever that little kids get. Yeah. Yes. 
and then and then she did get her voice. I, I will share another one of our arguments about doing a show after after COVID. Yeah, she did get her voice, and we're having a call or whatever. We're having a conversation, and her voice was fine, but we all knew that it wasn't going to last for long. And then I'm there like, well, why are we having an argument? Why don't you just save your words for the show? Maybe <laughs> like a 20 minute dissertation on like why am I being stubborn and and, and all of this. I said, save your words, don't say anything. And, and she had to get it off her chest. And I had a, a hell of a coughing fit afterward, but yes, I had to say what was on my mind. It so was it 20 had to minutes, be said. 20 yes. minutes of great diction, completely yeah. wasted. She's a, okay. a spitfire. Yes. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I, I had to say what was on my mind. It so was, anyway, tell us tell us about your journey. Uh, your oh, wow. And... Okay. So so Friday I had a, like a garden variety, very mild, like beginnings of like a scratchy throat kind of thing. You know, not like a full on like, oh, my throat hurts. I better. It was like the beginnings. And okay. I did, uh, you know, I don't talk about it, but I do, I do this protocol that is not approved by doctors, but I do it because it has kept me healthy. And I'm going to say the reason that I believe that I got this very virulent um, strain of, the, of the, the COVID is because people my age, people under 50 are not allowed to get the booster. Oh, so, so I'm pretty pissed about that. But um, I did my, my protocol, um, with the, it's the, it's the nebulizer with the, the hydrogen peroxide, food grade hydrogen peroxide and sea salt, uh, water, distilled water. And I do this whole thing and I'm not going to get into details and measurements and all that, but I do it for, you know, a certain amount of time every day when I, when I go out just to do it as a stopgap measure to make sure, you know, any pathogen got into my, my uh, nasal uh, cavities and uh, passages um, to just wipe it out. And uh, so I did that. And then I was, you know, like I felt the scratchy and I was like, Ooh, you know, I better have some, some sea salt and hydrogen peroxide, 3%. And I gargled it in, you know, some water. And I did that before bed and I thought I would have been fine because I really only had like a little bit of a scratchy, like nothing to write home about when that usually works. Like I usually gargle and then I wake up the next day, I'm fine. The next day, my daughter came into my room and she asked me a question and I couldn't even speak. I was like, I don't think I could go anywhere. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, holy hell, what am I going to do? And I, I, even then I felt like I was just shocked that I didn't have a voice because I, I didn't feel like anything was wrong with me, particularly at that moment. But then like, as the morning progressed, all of a sudden I start feeling like something's not right. I feel like, you ever, you ever see those Kung Fu movies where people get like two kicks in their back? Yeah, they like bounce off the other person. Yeah. Yes. Not that I've ever experienced that, but that's what <laughs> kind of felt like. My back all of a sudden felt like I got kicked in my back. I was like, whoa, my back hurts. And then it was like, can't, 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 like this, this cascade of symptoms all of a sudden. So all of a sudden I started feeling really lousy. So then I took my temperature and I was stunned to see that it was 103.5. Stunned. Wow. I, I can't believe you were still walking around with the I know. Like so immediately what I did was I, I grabbed some bottles of water. I went and changed out of my nighty, put on pajamas. Now, I remember that Saturday was wicked hot. 
I put on pajamas, Jackie. Just what? And then wait, I wait, wait, wait. Were you having chills? Oh yes. So you and had the full like chills and then fever. But, but I didn't wake up with it. It just all of a sudden just like wow, like a wave. Right, exactly. It was like just waves and waves of symptoms, just all of a sudden like pow, pow, pow. Wow. And then I I put my pajamas on and I was shaking. I got in the bed. I just pulled the covers over me. So in the blaze, it was like a hundred degrees that Saturday. Exactly. And I was freezing, but I put pajamas on and I put the blanket over me and I just slept and slept and slept. I got up, I drank water. I slept, I slept, I slept. I crawled across my bed to the other. Oh my gosh. The nebulizer. Cause I was like, must do. Oh my gosh. And I did like, I just like slumped and I was like on one elbow. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. So that was Saturday. So then oh, that was all day Saturday. That was all day. Saturday. Did you sleep through the night or did you have to get up? Like I slept through the times? night too. Nope. I wow. I just slept and slept. The only time I got up was to use the bathroom um, to drink water. That was it. And then, um, and I just kept, I forced myself to drink the water because I, I didn't eat anything that day. I ate absolutely nothing. Wow. Nothing. Um, because I, A, I didn't have an appetite and B, right. like, that's the last thing you want to do when you're that sick is you want, you, you want your body focused on healing. You don't want it focused on digestion. You want it focused strictly on healing. And so, um, so that was Saturday, Sunday, I was fine, but then I started sucking on these stupid Ricolas because I was like, oh, I've got to get my voice back and I'm sucking on these Ricolas and my daughter's of course, enjoying them too, because they're tasty little treats. And oh, she likes those. Okay. Oh my God. Any little sweetie, she's all over it, but all I right. had to them from her. Cause I'm like, this is not candy. This is medicine. And she's like, oh, but it tastes so good. So in any event. So my fever had broken Sunday, but thanks to all those stupid little Ricolas, I had a fever again on Monday and I didn't. Get oh, wait, the, you think the Ricolas did it to you? Probably. Probably okay. having the sweetener. All the sugar. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's aspartame, but you know, ah. and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something your body still has to process. And I had a lot okay. of, it. and so I woke up Monday and I had fever again, but this time it was just a hundred. <laughs> and then after that, I was, you know, I just continued that. I just continued doing the same thing. Nebulize, sleep, water, nebulize, sleep, water. I think I didn't put food in my stomach again until maybe Tuesday. Wow. And I had some butternut squash soup. And if you, you're familiar with the butternut squash soup, um, from so good, um, I think just, I've had that. Yeah, it's very tasty. It's very mm. tasty. I put a little salt in it and that was all I had. Oh, and I had veggie juice. I forgot about veggie juice. I had veggie juice every day. That was my only nourishment, veggie juice. And um, so did you did you have it made or was it like from powder that you like? Oh, powder, get out of town. I don't know. Never. <laughs> Like How dare you? Like a or something. You no, this was no. This was from the from the. What's the name of that shop, Blue? 
what's the they, they make like salads and fresh juices and smoothies not their name but like what was that kind of shop called the health food shop right okay yeah um so yeah so I had them made yeah I okay. didn't have them. I, I didn't have freshly them. I mean, made I have a juice machine and I have vegetables and I yeah but you that, couldn't you couldn't get out of bed you no were so way. ill right no, exactly so I had I had them delivered and uh and I drank that was all that was all I had every morning I had a veggie juice and nothing else okay and water and water but that's it no calories otherwise and um by I would say Wednesday I was able to speak softly Oof. and uh I'm back today I mean you can still hear a little bit of a nasal in my voice but can you hear a little bit a little bit, a little bit. But other than that, you know, I'm symptom free. Is that one of the famous symptoms for BA5? What? Do we know the, the, the loss voice? of voice. Yes. And it was felt oh. so funny because I had just read that like maybe two days prior. And that was why I took extra care to make sure to swish around that evening before I went. Because it was small. It was like just a scratch. Right. It wasn't like a sore throat. And I was like, you know what? Let me jump on this because I just read that the BA5 is and sure enough, and let me tell you the cruel thing about it. I had no sugar last week, no sugar, no yeah. ice cream, no cookies, no candy, no cheat treats to say right. like, oh, you know, I put myself. You ate clean, clean, clean. Very clean. I, um, but I did go, I wore my mask, but I did go to a conference um, the week prior and I took my mask off only to speak to the room that not to mingle not to you know only to speak to the room that is how powerful that's all it took that's all it took for the ba5 to get me and it would not have gotten me had i had my second booster but we're not going to talk about the biden administration because no one's allowed to talk about the failings of the biden administration okay. except for eric topol but we'll get to that later <laughs> I enjoyed that reading. (laughs) So that was what happened to me. Thanks. uh, Thanks to uh, my regimen. And, uh, you know, and it's so funny because like on Tuesday, like I said, I had that meeting and then on, um, I was reading some news later on that day and I was reading that people were dying. And I was wow. just, oh my God, you know, I survived this again. Like you were saying like, oh my God, I can't believe you have it again. And I'm thinking to myself, oh. I was thinking for somebody that is so vigilant and healthy and takes such good so, care. That's yeah. how beastly that thing is. That's how exactly. But then, uh, but I kept thinking, my God, I survived this again. This thing wow. is killing people again. And I survived again. Like that's, that's nothing short of a miracle. Um, and I, I mean, I have to give props to where props is due. The Holy Father, man, like for real, you know, I don't know who wow. are out there, but I believe in God and God is good all the time. Let me tell you, um, wow. it's, it's, it's incredible, but I'm, a, I'm a very unhappy that, you know, people my age have to tough it out and have to suffer because we're not allowed because because the government is like oh you'll be fine you know that's not fair that's not fair um, what do you guys think about that well all i know is that i went out to three stores today 
and uh, I was the only one wearing a mask. I mean, there was a couple people wearing the mask in one of them, but I couldn't believe it. And here you are, somebody who's so vigilant. And and uh, and if you got it, good lord, I, well, you know. And that's the other thing I was thinking too. Someone as as healthy as myself got it. What hope is there for? And but also, I had the luxury to be able to sleep it off. Yes. And I was just thinking about people who have to work every day for their living. Right. Don't have that luxury. Maybe they've got like a house full of children. Maybe they've got no help. You know, I mean, look, you were able to like sweat it out and sleep, which was so necessary. Exactly. And I just wonder about people who don't have that, that convenience that can do that. And what do they do? What do they do? But are people not taking this? They're clearly not taking this thing seriously. They've, they've like everybody's so. got fatigue. No, I was just in like a huge store. Masks. Maybe four or five of us. The re- everyone, no, no one else in the room wore a mask. No wow. one bothered to wear a mask. I've stopped wearing them. Just, I, I mean, it's not smart. It's just that. I, if you go in a supermarket, do you wear one? Like I was in this morning in a supermarket, and there were very almost nobody was wearing a mask. Just me. It depends. You, you, if I remember, I'll wear it. If I don't. Oh my it. God, you go to the supermarket? I can't believe you go to the supermarket without a mask on. That's bananas. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, even more frightening, you know, just changing the subject a little bit. Um, I have, uh, I heard from a. But you were also recently second boosted. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, not recently, but six months ago. No, you weren't. Yeah, I think at Halloween. It was actually long. No, no, no. Wait, that Your was second. first booster or second booster? Your second My booster. My second booster was Halloween. No, what? that's not correct. That's your first booster. Your second booster was, was recently. It was like less than two months ago. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I didn't get my first booster till December. Right. You might be right. You might be right. My first booster was Halloween. Right. Then my second booster was like May or something. And I remember that because your 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 first booster and my only booster were were about like a week apart or something like that. Like you like the second I got it, you were like immediately like, I'm getting it. And you got it. That was Mm. your first booster. Your second booster, though, you had that recently. Right. No, you're right. You're right. So you can be bold and brazen. and. So and what's the deal with the second booster? Is it supposed to give us some protection against the BA5? Forget about your second booster. They, uh, they just said, unless you're over 50, forget about it. But, oh. um, but here's, here's the thing. I wouldn't do it right now. I mean, I'm not a doctor, and I am going to give out some advice. So that's why I'm talking about <laughs> Uh, the new vaccine, the, the new vaccine. Wow, when I quote a doctor, I can sound officious. But, <laughs> but the new vaccine has that they're going to roll out in September. Has the uh, BA BA five whatever immunity to it. So wait, wait, when are they rolling this one out? September something. Oh. Right. That's going to have the BA5. So yeah, it's going to it's going to have the the new batch of stuff. Too late for me. I know, it's going to say. Well, no, it's, it'll be perfect timing because whatever immunity you built up from this will start to wane, blah blah blah. Even though BA5 they say you can get it again. I don't know, once we get into the science a little bit, uh, you know, we'll hear all the horrors about it. But 
being that that vaccine that they're going to roll out in a few in a few weeks has uh, is the new batch, let's say, with all the new stuff, I would hold out for that one and just take that in about three or four weeks. But keep your eyes peeled. And get, and we, we're peeled. not supposed to get the vaccine while we're COVID positive. Is that correct? That's correct. I'm actually looking it up right now. Well, um, <clears throat> I know I'm not supposed to be doing that. By the way, you know, uh, immune compromised people are not being put onto the guests. Have you heard of Evushield? I have not heard of Evushield. So Evushield is this drug that they're recommending um, that if you're immune compromised, you take to protect, protect you against COVID-19. Well, there's a lot of people out there. How come I've never heard of this? Exactly, exactly. Why aren't people being told about this? So I was looking at this on, um, on Stat News and um, this young woman, she's, she's 23 years old. She's a cancer survivor. So that automatically makes her immune compromised. Okay. And she, was, she was doing a Google search and she found out about it that way. And her doctor didn't even know. Why don't doctors oh, know? Oh, boy. That's, that's pretty outrageous. The doctor's like literally looking it up in her office like, oh, I never heard about this. I've never heard about it until you mentioned it. It, it was authorized by the Food and Drug Administration, uh, but only like maybe what, 7 million patients might be eligible to receive it. But I don't think 700 people even know about it. Wow. Yeah. So this, again, this administration has done a crap job of keeping us safe. You know, I was, uh, did you take a look at the Eric Topol? It's the virus stupid, his, uh, his, his, his post. He was saying that for every one person that died during the Trump administration, and that was with no vaccine and no therapeutics, two people are dying during the, Biden administration. What? For I'm gonna repeat that. For every one person that died during the Trump administration, and that was when we had no vaccine and no therapeutics, there are two people who are dying of COVID during the Biden administration with all that we have to offer. Now, uh, was it, what is it that you said that he said? What was this something about him not being fit to lead or something like that? Oh, yeah, he said uh, anyone who's had 200 deaths under their, uh, their, uh, their thing is not fit to lead. So let's yeah. double that since his How about a two for one. It's actually 800,000. That I, I looked up. Uh, it's 800,000 that have died since Trump, but the rate, yearly rate is double. It's 400,000 per year. Uh, what we don't see anymore uh -huh. is the COVID counts on TV and the death rates and all that. I think if, if that was around, I might have worn my mask today at, at, a, at a lot more places than I did. Is that well, COVID fatigue? A lot more though? people would be, sorry? Is that COVID fatigue though? Are people just fatigued of this? I think out of sight, out of mind. I think it's a fatigue. I think it's all of the above. Yes. I, I'm not gonna blame any one person right now. I, I think it's all of the above. I, I know I am. But there's no reason why when we have so many Okay, so take the Paxlovid, for example. So now pharmacies are empowered, pharmacists rather, are empowered to prescribe Paxlovid 
if you test. Oh, is that everywhere or is that? That's nationwide. So you don't necessarily have to, because I know someone you have who to had test it, they, had to, they tested positive and then they went to see their doctor, like they tested on a Thursday that they went to see their doctor on the Monday and then they get the Paxlovid. No, so, no. Yeah, I mean, you could do it that way. Not, that doesn't stop you from getting it that way. But you could, but, you, he could have gone to like the pharmacist and then uh, you could have gone to the pharmacy. At 10 o'clock, I tested positive. I could be at my pharmacist at 11 and say, and tell my pharmacist, I just tested positive and you can get that medication. That's good. I couldn't even do that because I wasn't even testing positive. But you Ooh. know, if you've ever had COVID, you know when you have COVID. Okay. Yeah. It's distinctive. Right. It's a very distinct uh, set of symptoms and, and, and feelings that is unlike anything you've ever had. And I was very upset that I couldn't even partake of that because I couldn't produce a, I couldn't produce a positive test, which is wow. outrageous. So all the test basically says is that while I'm infected, I'm not infected enough to infect other people. Okay. Um, but I don't qualify for Paxlovid. So again, I'm locked out. But then, you know, to further make people jump through hoops, they have to have access. They have to have uh, access, you know, HIPAA access because they have to make sure that your liver enzymes can tolerate because it's apparently the Paxlovid is pretty toxic. So yeah, they, they have to make sure that, you know, your liver enzymes are okay. You haven't had any issues in the last, I think, 12 months with your liver enzymes. It's a whole thing. So nothing is ever like really straightforward as they make it sound. And it's all very, very frustrating. And, you know, now we see why we're, we're ha people are dying again from this thing. Yeah. By the way, I did find an answer. Okay. So someone with asymptomatic COVID can get vaccinated as soon as their isolation ends. Oh, okay. All right. So isolation is like five oh, months. Yeah. Sounds okay. pretty outrageous. The only, the only time where you do have to wait is if you received either monoclonal and antibodies or convalescent plasma. Okay. At that point, you're ah. at 90 days. Well, that makes because sense. Because the you're already the full immune, of therapeutics. Well, and the immune response may not happen with the vaccine. Mm. So they just oh wait, the other two things. Yeah. If okay. you, it's the anti-clone, anti, anti If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay. Bodies, thank you. Yeah, and the convalescent and plasma. Okay. Uh, aside from that, once, if you have no symptoms, you can go right away. If you have symptoms, that makes more sense. once the symptoms subside and you test negative, then go. Mm. Except I can't go because I'm, I'm under 50. Well, right now, like I said, I, you know, you're, it's four weeks away from having one with all the new strengths. Yeah, but they still haven't said that they're going to lift the restriction for people under 50. So that doesn't mean anything for me. It means nothing. I mean, I still can't. I still I'll can't be, partake. I'll be protected. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for rubbing it in my face. Thank well, you. Just keep me alive. That's all you got to do. That's- what What is the reason for the only um, 50 and over? Is um, it, is it I rational? guess because I figure, I think the, the ridiculous rationale is, is that we're healthy enough that we'll be able to withstand it. We can wait, you know, but it's it's probably more deadly to people over 50. I think so it's, it's limited availability or it's people it's it's just the rollout like they just figure that I think um, it's an availability and it's a way to okay. ration it okay it's rationing sending it to other okay. countries etc you know it's a way to ration as you can tell it's like the first like the first rollout as you can tell I'm I'm pretty pissed so yes it's, it's coming through in today's um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm very uh, salty anyway, about I, this whole thing. You're salty. You're a salty dog. Yes. Our sponsors are are knocking at the door. All right. Knock, well, knock, we'll, knock, we'll, knock, 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 knock. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Devo, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And so okay. we were talking about how salty I am about this uh, <laughs> this new oh salty various uh, the, the the BA variant that took me out for a few days. And uh, I just wanted to uh, reference, I was talking about Eric Topol's um, Ground Truth um, Substack, and he did talk about, he was explaining why this BA5 um, is so prevalent right now. And he was just kind of emphasizing that this, this virus has learned to evade our immune system. So we need, we really need as much protection as we can get. And we're not really getting that right now. So it's the virus. The virus is evading. We've got three lines of defense in the immune system. It's evading the first and the second. By the time it gets to the third, you know, it's too late. You're laying in bed with a 103.5, 104 degree temperature. Um, So, I mean, the, the thing that we really need to do, and it is evading the boosters it's, it's showing, but the new boosters, as you were talking about, you're saying new boosters, but they're not here fast enough. They're not available fast enough. Is it that Pfizer and, um, and the other guys, I'm forgetting their name. Moderna. Moderna, are they, have they, are they not making them or are they just not available? Like what's I, the- I think we're, you know, we, we don't want to, we don't want to do the mistake we did the first time we were just referencing 
that, you know, we roll it out as it's being manufactured. We want to make sure that, you know, there's, from what I understand, they want to make sure that there's a lot of supply once they say, hey, come on down and get your stuff. That said, you know, if I hear they're starting to uh, send it overseas and here and there and our people. Because I was going to say, with so many anti-vaxxers, how do we not have enough? How do this should be more uh, than enough for crazy. the people that I, want it? I, I think, Don't I, you think, Jackie? I, I, yeah, I'm starting to think that people are just so fatigued. This is really an important topic to bring up how virulent this one is and that we need to take it seriously. We can't succumb to fatigue. And the other like, thing he was saying that's really important. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, no, that's that's the case. I just feel like we're fatigued. He was saying the other thing he was saying in, in his um in his um, post was that we really need a nasal or an oral vaccine at this uh, point. Like, you know, a shot is great, but it doesn't, like when I got it, I got a nasal, you can still hear that I have a little bit of a nasty. I got a yeah. nasal cavity infection. And even with all of my gargling and all of that, and with all the precautions, I still got it. That is how powerful. Now I'm a healthy person, you know, blood oxygen saturation of a hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> well, and yet when I was at the doctor's office, they were like, Hey, that's amazing. Um, but this is, I, you know, I am a pretty healthy person and absolutely you know, for me to come with all my 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 health ways and with all my precautions and all i did was i took off my mask to give a speech and it happened and to me that's all it took biden with all everything that he um has he was he got it twice it was like in the space of one month he got it twice didn't he like yeah it was, it was back to back it was back to back wow and, and i'm just saying and, and he's up on a podium somewhere he's not like amongst the people he's like you know i mean maybe one of his secret service people give it. i don't know but my point is that this is not to be played with and we really need to start looking at other means of vaccinating that really get to the heart of the problem and we're not getting to the heart of the problem and i don't understand why at this stage in the game we're still playing catch up i don't understand it i don't understand it i don't know i don't know but people, if you know, if you or someone you know is um, immune compromised, please ask your doctor about EvuShield. This is not an advertisement. I'm not getting paid to say this. This is something that people should just know about. Uh, this is, you know, I'm just saying this because I care. That's all. All right. Just please find out about also, it. Also, if you have COVID or you think you have COVID, just self-isolate. Self-isolate. And if you can make it to, if you, if you have a pharmacy near you, please try to get yourself some Paxlovid, please. Uh, it's not worth suffering through this. It's just not worth it. Um, this can kill you. This is no joke. Uh, I mean, I sit here very grateful that I survived uh, yet another bout of this thing. And this one was a pretty serious one for me. Um, but again, I'm a very healthy person. And it happened to me, it felled me, and I, you know, had the, the means and the opportunity to, you know, to quash it.
but most people are not that healthy and not that lucky and don't have the, you know, the, the space and the luxury to lay up under their covers and just sleep it off. So please, people, avail yourself if you can to your local pharmacy. You can get Paxlovid. You don't need a doctor's prescription. You just need a pharmacist, okay? All right, so let's move on to my other virus of ire, monkeypox. <laughs> what? 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 Oh That's God. right, monkeypox. I'm oh. on that one too. Monkeypox scares me. Woo. Monkeypox should scare you. Why, why does it scare you? Let's, let's start with that. Uh, I think because it's so visible once you, and plus we've seen the photos and, mm -hmm. and it's a pox. It reminds you of something that's like, you know, it feels like the plague, like the traditional plague, like back in the day, you know, it, it has that vibe about it. You know, there's a phys physical manifestation on the outside of your body that you could see that, um, you know, uh -huh. does that scare you too? No, that's not what scares me about it. What scares me is how easy it is to contract. And what scares me is that you said, by the way, a while back, you were like, mark my words, this thing oh, is yeah. not to be trifled with. That's right. And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that a few weeks ago. So we should not mess around with this. Mark thing. my words. I don't know why this they're not taking this more. Nostradamus. Nostradamus is <laughs> baby. Because I call it, I said it. You I called it. You reminding me. I don't know why they're not taking this thing more seriously because yes. it's very serious and so sad, so done. Now it's a public health thing. But that's not what I've got to be in my bonnet about. But the, before I get into that, before I hog the, 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 the spotlight here, does monkeypox scare you, Lou? Yes. Tell me why, please. You know, at first, you know, at first it, it started out, you hear all the media stuff. And I was one of those where I believed that you had to eat bats to get COVID. And I was telling everybody, I ain't eat no bat. What do I have to worry about COVID? And, uh, you know, they, they kept it's saying- It's true, he was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, ignorant as it may sound. Yes, I did tell him it was very ignorant. <laughs> yeah, wow. Bats, yeah. <laughs> then uh, then uh, with this, I, I said, I'm not going to come into contact with anybody with sores <clears throat> all over their body and all that. And that was my first statement. Then I started thinking about it. And, uh, you know, I started reading the whole thing where somebody got monkeypox from sitting in a seat on an airline where the person before them had had flown with monkeypox and didn't tell anybody because of course they don't check for monkeypox in airplanes. So and seats are not That's wiped down. Wild. Seats are not wiped down with alcohol wipes between flights. Oh my god! So they're you know they're only wiped down at night allegedly. So when no one's in the plane. <clears throat> Thank you. Oh no, I'm talking about you know you you know you get on you know how these flights are people get off and people get on right and uh, and it could happen to somebody in the movie theater it could happen to somebody in the subway rubbing up against you now you're oh my shoes. god when you hold the strap hang yeah the strap hanger or the pole in the middle on the train good lord yeah. and then you start saying and thinking to yourself you know i don't really have to come into close contact and give somebody a bro hug that has it i mean at the end of the day, there, there are ways that this thing can get me. Uh, and uh, I'm starting to get uh, more and more worried about it as it proliferates because it doesn't, then they were saying, oh, it's so hard to catch and all that. And then all of a sudden it's everywhere. So, you know, this is starting to, 
take getamine, and of course, it's exponentially more dangerous. It's not twice as dangerous. If you got a hundred people with it, and um, that you know, those people can come into contact with a thousand people. If you got a thousand people with it, those people can come into contact with ten thousand people. So think of it. This is growing exponentially. This is not growing. This is not doubling. This is this is cubing and 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 all that. So I'm scared. I'm worried. I wonder what the R value is. You know, explain R value like, again. Oh, like 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 uh, COVID is like R naught or something like that. I don't know enough about how R value works to to really jump into it. But I just wonder what the the R value of um, let me look that up. R value of monkeypox. All right. Do we know how it spreads? It spreads through close contact. So direct contact, but also indirect contact, right? Ooh, the like R is 0.85. Ooh, that doesn't so sound figure good. that COVID is R naught, which is R zero. So this right. is R point. Anyway, I'm getting into something that this is, I'm like totally nerding out here. So yeah, I'm statistics. Just for, forget I even said that, but I was just <laughs> <laughs> what the experts are saying about it. But go ahead. You were, you were speaking, Jackie. Uh, do we know how it spreads? All right, we, we oh, yeah. know so it's indirect contact too, close though. Close contact. Close contact, not necessarily direct contact. All right, so if somebody is sleeping on sheets and they have sores, and absolutely, the, if you're handling the sheets after them, I would venture to say that if you're a hotel worker and yes. your arms are not completely covered and you're not wearing those like long rubber latex gloves. Um, you should be very worried. Mm -hmm. Do we know if it's airborne yet? They think it is airborne. They but think it's it airborne. too soon to tell. But here's, but they're not, they don't have enough information right now, but they think it is airborne. Um, but like close contact airborne, like, you know, if you're riding the subway. Yeah, like I coughed on you airborne. Or like we're shoulder to shoulder. If you're standing in an elevator and the doors open and somebody coughs into a crowded elevator, that kind yeah, of. Or how about okay. somebody's standing next to you in a crowded elevator and you and you touch your far. and you touch your skin by mistake? Because you know how some elevators get crowded. Well, not as much today, but you know some people are really are really like I find myself having to tell people to please stay off an elevator because it's already got like the maximum. It's amount got the number. Yeah, it's if it yeah like if each if if you know like six people let's say on a small the average New York City elevator six to eight people depending on how big if it's a hospital maybe eight people and then that's about it without anyone touching each other without your handbag touching the other and person. everybody wearing a mask with everyone wearing a mask that's it and if I see anyone look eyeballing trying to squeeze and I'm like no sorry this car's full. <laughs> and people look at me like, uh, who are you? Uh, I'm someone who's trying to be safe. Thank you very much. Eyes back in your head. But um, I, just a quick question. I know this is like a little random, but do do does public transportation in New Jersey still have strap hangers? Because I don't think we have strap hangers here in New York anymore. Um, I have to tell you, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> when I well, just. You know, if we take like New Jersey transit, let's say, and we're going into the city, we, you know, there's seats, but like the bus, I haven't seen 
any like older buses where they have like, you know, you're hanging by the strap or anything like that. But I know. It's just so random. I'm sorry. But I was just, you said it and I was just like thinking about it. So but I was on a subway not too long ago and they had where they had up top. a thousand people. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I made a joke. Um, and I said, well, of course, we know that no one here at the stadium has COVID and they all tested negative before they came here. And once I said it, I thought it was a joke, but once I said it, it was like that commercial when E.F. Hutton speaks, this silence. <laughs> I did it in silence for, for three rows around me. Everybody was like, <laughs> they're looking at everybody. <laughs> and the second thing is, once the game ended, and the game ended right at the Excuse me. It was one of those games that ended the, like, the last play of the game, not, not fortuitously for the Yankees, but anyway, it ended the last play of the game. So... First of all, you go down these corridors with thousands of screaming fans. Oh my gosh. Now I did drive. So but you didn't I, wear a mask, did you? I no, not at that point. No, mm-hmm. but it, it was suffocating. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. This heat has been pretty oppressive. Yeah. Plus wear a mask in staircases. I mean, it's just not gonna work. Yeah. So I did have my mask, but I did not wear it. Mm-hmm. Um and also you should you should tell people that you have asthma, so you have like a legitimate well, when I went up, I, I just walked into like where the announcers do the, you know, this is one of those, like, if you look like you belong, they let you in. I just went yeah. walked into the, where the announcers walk into the uh-huh. elevators and they let me right up. And I went right up to my seat. <laughs> Excuse me. I got you have it. such I'm swagger. I'm telling you, it's yeah. good to be Lou. <laughs> one of those people that just looks like they both. It is good to be Lou. Yeah. Good to be Lou. Yeah. But anyway, what I was getting at is on the way back, I took the car, but everybody was going to the number seven train. That number seven train was standing room only. People are packing in. Oh my in. God, like sardines. If they if they had monkeypox, they're getting it right there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and, my that's, gosh. and that's what brings me to my beef. So my beef is this, is that- You're full of beef this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I am, yes, I, I, I know. Being laid up with no voice, you know, you get all this- That was no joke. No, it wasn't. It was really serious. In any event, so my beef is this. The messaging surrounding monkeypox has to change. You know, my last beef was that they need to take it more seriously. We've got to stop the stigmatizing talk about who is at risk. Because when you say, when you put out messaging like the LGBTQ community, bisexual men, men who sleep with men, when you put that messaging out, what that does is it tunes everybody else out that's not part of that group and they feel like they're not at risk and everyone is at risk. But if do you not- think do you think that some people are taking the position that they don't remember like the early AIDS epidemic? Like Thank you. That's exactly that? where I was going with this. Oh, not, okay. It was when 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 AIDS, you know, came on the scene, it was the gay plague. You remember right. they called it the gay plague. Yes. And that so was nobody the- else oh. felt that they had to engage in, in careful behavior because, well, I'm not gay. Or even if you didn't think of yourself as gay, but you were a person who slept, you know, with men and you you were what they call down low and you slept with women. People felt that they, it didn't apply to them. And it's very exclusionary to use this kind. It's very stigmatizing and it's very exclusionary. And people tune out. Everybody needs to be on high alert about this disease. I was in the Bronx visiting my dad like 
uh, I think like two or three weeks ago and I was walking along, um, it was uh, Tremont, East Tremont. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy and he was outside. He had like, you know, on the sleeveless t-shirts on and it was a hot day, but he was out and he was scratching and his arms and his back were covered with sores. Oh, and I just knew that man had monkeypox, and he was out there buying like a corn dog or something from this poor woman who had like a little food, one of those little food carts. Yeah. If it was registered with the city or not. I didn't see any registration, but in any event, she was out there. And they say it's okay for her to be out there and she's out there. And he was patronizing her. And I was like, oh my God, if he touches her and gives her this monkeypox, she's going to become a vector. So she's going to be out and she's not going to take the day off and say, well, I've got these sores, but I, I can't work because this is her bread and butter, right? So she's going to be a vector right out there in that corner. And anyone who buys a corn dog from her is going to get monkey pox oh my god this poor lady with the corn dog stand sure monkey pox taking the corn dog from her hand she's in contact with this monkey pox and she wasn't wearing gloves by the way Uh, you you are right you know you're you're right about they got to stop this you're right about this being like the early 80s and i'm going to tell you most people don't remember the early 80s or only have heard about it and uh and you know it's been done through anecdotally evidence but i was there mm-hmm. and i was in meetings uh early on in my medical publishing days i'm not going to mention what companies or anything these people are long dead anyway who said this but there were articles about aids and people were saying in meetings we're not publishing things about gay men or homosexuals wow they just said this Unreal. is not what our readers want to read People are going to write in. And you know what? There was enough enough crazies at that time mm-hmm. that it would have happened. And you also have to realize that the physicians at that time, you know, physicians usually stay around a long time. Right. You had a lot of physicians around that time that were born in, in the, the 20s and 30s. Mm. Wow. You know, the, the, the Wait, exact, make that the 1920s and 30s. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'd be a miracle. I, I was a young man. I, this was early 80s. I, I was in my, I wasn't even, 30, you know, I wasn't even 30 yet. I was, I was late 20s or, or yeah, late 20s. He's totally dating and, himself. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'll do the math. My <laughs> boss was a World War II veteran. Just to put it into perspective. World uh-huh. War II veteran. Uh-huh. He was born while Calvin Coolidge was president. Wow. Wow. You know, I, I mean, that, that's how far back these, these things are going. Right. And this was a man of science. Yeah. You, you, you said that he wasn't going to publish anything. That he was, and he absolutely was not going to publish. That's pretty outrageous. Yeah. Well, it sounds outrageous today, but back then it was a room full of people back, who agreed with then, him, right? And, and, and what did and, you, you know, say? I was I was part of the board at that time. You know, I, I was the youngest person in the board. I was the only minority in the board. And uh, you know, if I would have said boo, I would have been, been out. I, I would have been out. I would have been right. so out of there mm-hmm. that 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 it, it's like in those days they they just crumb you were a name on a piece of paper. They crumble you and throw you out. And during the AIDS crisis, I would say for the first four or five years, it was absolutely ignored absolutely ignored they've done movies about this they documented this you've all seen it they did in the band play yeah. on they did philadelphia they've done all of these great movies yes document 
that, you know, that time. And it, it was an awakening. And we, we unfortunately have not learned those lessons. We have not. That we should have learned. Um, but I'll tell you, there was this, there's this doctor and he um, was sidelined by the department, New York State Department of Health or is it New York City Department of Health. Well, he wasn't sidelined. He was reassigned because he wants the messaging from the Department of Health to basically be that gay men and bisexual men and men who sleep with men should be the primary targets of uh, uh, no sex, the slows down sex campaign. And they said, no, that's stigmatizing. And he felt, he felt that they were being cowardly about their approach. But I agree with that. I absolutely agree, not with them sidelining him because he has his whistleblower rights. But I agree with them saying that, no, this is stigmatizing because this can affect everybody. But I haven't seen, I haven't seen where the messaging has been have the messaging or the testing or the um the education has been broadened beyond that group and this we are do we're, we're going to end up right back where we started you see how the cases are already exploding out of control this is not going to get better folks we have got to change this language this let's not do this again we, we are there any um history. are there any vaccines on the horizon there is a vaccine yes. but there's just not enough of it okay and i'm 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 willing to bet that not enough um clinicians even know know about it a that that this is a problem or b that there's a vaccine available okay that's another problem education around this thing has been really really lacking I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm, I don't know what else to say, how else to impress this on people. I mean, do you realize that recent cases of monkeypox exposure include a pregnant woman and her baby? That is so scary. How yeah. awful is that? What a, what a torturous pregnancy that must be. Yeah. She must be worried out of her mind. Also, uh, a three-year-old got it from his or her caregiver, caregiver caregiver right and a baby an under one year old oh also do we have a treatment what's the treatment i don't know that there's any treatment we just the, the just supportive keep the sores, care just keep the sores i guess you know comfortable um painkillers because apparently the pain the sores are so painful that you know you need some sort of uh allerg energesic to to treat it you know to treat the pain that the, the so is it the pustules bust out and that's what's contagious or we don't even really know we're not sure it's it, it's droplet it's, okay. the, it's the pustules it's it's just contagious and then it has like a long period of where it lives on surfaces soft surfaces apparently too um, i would explain airplane it's seats highly, it's, fabric. it's highly contagious highly Ugh, now i don't want to go anywhere again <laughs> and that's exactly how everyone should feel everyone should feel this way should be very worried about this thing and i'm not doing this to be a fear monger but maybe i kind of am because i want people to be more scared of this thing this is not just the you know i understand that 98 percent of the patients that they're seeing but i think that that population tends to 
they kind of train themselves from the whole HIV thing to get tested. Well, I thought that that was also part of it was that a lot of like really young people, like really young uh, gay and bisexual people are not remembering that first round of the AIDS crisis. They don't have a, like a, that kind of memory. And so maybe they're not taking well, it. Also uh, HIV is still a huge problem in the, um, the, the gay community. And we just don't hear about it because we're just, there's so many. But are people taking for granted the, even though it's torturous treatment. And also it's not killing people. It's not. Right. Is that what's taking away the fear? That's taking away a lot of the, yeah. And prep, all of the the therapeutics, the the prep, the therapeutics, people are not dropping dead, you know, and around with Carposi sarcoma and all this other stuff. Wasting away in front of their eyes. It doesn't have the same terrible, terrible stigma that it once did. So people are not as frightened as they used to be. But also we've kind of moved on to like all these other viruses, but I'm, I'm, you know, I got to shout this to the hilltop. We've got to be afraid of this monkeypox thing. You know, we don't know how far reaching this is. Be very afraid, people. Don't think <laughs> that we're going to We're closing yeah. for the show. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's very Soylent green I, is I made of people. I war of the world. Oh. <laughs> what were you saying, Jackie? What's that? What were you saying? I said Soylent green is made of people. You might not know that movie, right? Oh, yeah, I know. It. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm, I'm not familiar. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, um, I just want you all to remember that you only have one life and one body. And so you've got to do your best to make it count. So your years are full of life and full of health. Information equals transformation. So you got to take small steps each day and you'll see a difference. I am sure of it. So that's all the time we have. Um, and I will see you lovely people next week. All right. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks for listening to Urban Health Weekly today. I hope you'll join me and my friends next week so you can stay informed and inspired to take control of your health. See you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.